In this episode, find out why if you only do private label on Amazon, you might be leaving money on the table. Learn about three other lucrative business models that work in this industry and meet the man who has mastered them all. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast. My name is Bradley Sutton, and I'm very honored to have with me Chris Green on the line today. Chris, how's it going? Oh, Bradley, it's going well, man. I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's do this. Now, usually we start out with the guest, you know, telling a little story or something, but you didn't know I'm going to do this, but I'm going to tell a little story first of all here, because I'm not sure if you remember this, but the people out there who know my story, you know, I was working for a company about four or five years ago that was selling on Amazon, some cell phone cases, and, and they really didn't know what they were doing, but they just like started crushing it just by, by luck. I guess some would say, you know, selling like a thousand units a day per SKU, six SKUs, and we're just really crushing it. But then what's happened was I was working for them. I was kind of a, a part owner of the company, but I was kind of in the dark. I didn't know anything about Amazon. I was more like the logistics guy and I was, you know, shipping 500 manufacturer fulfilled orders a day from my warehouse. And, and I was kind of like the American in the company. So everything was in my name because there were outside foreign investors and, and they really didn't want to tell me their quote unquote, Amazon secrets and things like that. So I really didn't know what was going on. But then what happened was, as I said, it was kind of luck that they got so successful. They found a really good formula for selling cell phone cases as far as the imagery and things. But then what happened is everybody else could see the success that they were having and they just kind of duplicated what they were doing, but they did have all of these other Amazon strategies. So sales for that company was just taking a nosedive and then eventually kind of like, you know, the company was about to dissolve and, and different things. And me, you know, I didn't know what was going on. So like, I was just trying to, at that time, I was just trying to start learning more about Amazon and, and seeing if I could get help. And, and I would listen to all kinds of podcasts. And then I would always, you know, get emails from and hear about this Chris Green guy. This is now about like three years ago, maybe. And I was just like, wow, this Chris Green guy, he sounds like he knows, you know, what he's talking about. This is pretty cool. I'm just going to like, who knows? I'm just going to send out a, e a random email to, to his email and just see, I was like, you know, looking for a mentor and, and just see, see if he replies, you know, who knows, maybe his assistant will reply. And then this Chris Green guy actually replied to my email within an hour, gave me his personal phone number and said, let's hop on a call. I called him thinking it wasn't him. This has got to be a scam. And here's this guy who was all over the internet, one of the top known Amazon guys out there. And he hopped on a one hour phone call with me, didn't try and pitch me anything. He was just like asking me about, you know, what I was doing and, and letting me tell my story, gave me some great advice. You know, I, I didn't really talk you know, to him after that, but a lot of the information was great. But, but Chris, you are that Chris Green and you kind of like helped start me on my journey to getting kind of into, uh, you know, <laughs> into the know-how on Amazon. And you probably did that a lot. So you probably don't remember that, but that's why one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here, because we've kind of come, you know, full circle. Now I look back at that moment as, as well as what I've also said, going to this one conference as the two kind of moments in my Amazon journey that kind of changed my whole trajectory. So without you knowing it, Chris, you had a big portion to play in what I do today. So I want to thank you for that personally for the first time. 
Oh, that's crazy. I had no idea that that was like a pivotal moment in your in your history. And I, I, I do put that out there frequently and you'd be surprised how many people don't take me up on it. Um, but I do it because it's kind of like an effort thing, right? If you put in just a little bit more effort than, than anyone else, like a competitor, then then all of a sudden, all of a, you know, things just kind of work. And I recommend people like put yourself like just help people like if if I offer phone calls to people, most people don't take it. Just like you said, you're like, oh, is this a scam? Is this his, uh, his assistant or is it really going to be him? And, you know, lo and behold, it, it pays off. Like it's a better, like I couldn't ask for a better introduction. And you know, I had no idea that that I would get such a, a, a nice, welcoming, warm introduction by offering a phone call back in the day. I just really do enjoy helping people. And there's probably a little selfish part of it because I enjoy talking about Amazon. Like to me, this isn't work. This is fun. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> same same here. Opportunities. You, I just want to talk about them. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I appreciate that. And, you know, I know, you know, your stuff and, and, you know, you and I did not talk at all about what we're going to talk about today. Just like I do with all my guests, because uh, I just want to see where the conversation is going to take us. And right before we got on here, we actually just spent 10 minutes talking about basketball and free agency and, and different things like that. So, Let's try and keep it though a little bit related to our our listeners instead of the basketball. So like the first thing I wanted to talk to you about, I know you don't do as much as you did before, but one thing we have not talked about at all, we're only on about episode like 45 or so here on, on the podcast, but is merch by Amazon. You were one of the foremost experts in that whole entire field. You were the, one of the first adopters, you know, years ago. So just real briefly, first of all, for the people who have never heard of Merch by Amazon, can you, in a nutshell, explain what that is? Oh, of course. And Merch by Amazon is easily my favorite uh, platform. It's print on demand products. It's mostly apparel, but these are physical products. They're listed on Amazon. So I'm explaining this to an audience that I'm assuming understands Amazon and selling products mm -hmm. in e-commerce in that sense. So when you do merch by Amazon and it's print on demand, all of a sudden you're selling products that don't actually exist. So this is a completely free platform. Merch.amazon.com came out three and a half years ago. I jumped on it as soon as I saw it because one of those like instant, oh, this is going to be big. This is an absolute winner. Because if you have Amazon experience, you're like, wait a minute. If I upload an image and it's being sold on a T-shirt or a hoodie or a pop socket or a cell phone case or the other products that they have, I now have a product on Amazon prime eligible that when it sells, I'm going to make X amount of dollars and I don't have to do any work. Like it's, it does sound too good to be true. And I've explained it to thousands of people. So a lot of people come up afterwards like, well, how much does it really cost? You know, what, what's the real deal on this? I'm like, it's exactly what I said. If you sign up for Merch by Amazon account, you upload a logo for your t-shirt. Someone buys it. You're going to make, say on a $20 shirt, you make about five bucks. And you don't have to fulfill the order. You don't have to handle customer service. You don't have to pay for inventory. You're never upside down. You're never spending any money. You're just earning royalties. And it's a true walk away from business. It's not like FBA where like, yeah, you can walk away from fulfillment, but you're going to have customer service. You're going to have returns. You're going to have, you know, long-term fees. You got to kind of keep an eye on. It's print on demand on Amazon. Now it's not just print on demand like Cafe Press. I don't get excited about Cafe Press or Teespring. They're great platforms if you can drive all this traffic and all this stuff. But Merch by Amazon is print on demand on Amazon where people already go to shop. It's prime eligible. It's free returns. It's, it's one of those too good to be true platforms that everybody should be using in one way or another, whether it's to supplement or augment your private label or wholesale business or as a creative outlet and an additional income stream. And the biggest play, and I tell everybody this, that'll listen, the biggest play with Merch by Amazon is once you understand how it works, 
and understand how you can use it is to then say, okay, who can I help? Who would this, who can benefit from this merch by Amazon business? And then go to them and find a win-win situation because so many people already have needs and demands for apparel and t-shirts and all these products. The demand is there and you can bring your merch by Amazon supply and plug yourself into the middle. It's just such a no brainer. It's such a huge play with all the influencers out there that have all kinds of attention who have no idea how to monetize. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I remember you mentioned those other websites, like what was it that you just said? Cafe Press, was it? And Cafe Press has been around for 20 years. Yeah. Teespring, Cafe Press, these things. But so the concept is not new, but I think the reason why a lot of us, you know, saw this as like kind of like a game changer is because of the power of prime, you know, and the, the name Absolutely. of Amazon, like who, I mean, a lot of people was like Teespring, what the heck kind of website is this? And you're like, uh, can I trust this? I'm not sure, you know, if, if they're not familiar with it, but it's like, Oh, this is from Amazon. There's a prime badge. I can get it in. Is it still like, I remember back in the day, it was like four days delivery. Is it still about that for merch by Amazon? It kind of comes and goes. The platform is about three and a half years old and you know, they want it to be true prime like order and it'll be at your door in two days or less, but they do put the customer first. Like they always have, whether people believe it or not, and they will manage that expectation. So they'll be like, it is prime. People forget that prime means free shipping, not necessarily free shipping today. Right. So Mm -hmm. it'll still be prime eligible shipping once it ships. But if, but they know their capacity, if they're taking too many orders and they can't keep up, they will say, look, this won't ship for two or three days. And they'll even put that badge. I think it's called the fast track badge or whatever it is, where you see order the next six hours and 19 minutes and, you know, get two day shipping. They'll put that on, on items that they know they can still ship. It technically costs more to put that badge on there but it does convert a heck of a lot better. If you can imagine as a customer to say like, Ooh, 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 good. I can get that in time for my football game or, or whatever it is. Uh, so yeah. they're, they're working towards that, but they do, ju- they just manage everything with the customer in mind all the way down to saying, look, we can't make this shirt in a reasonable amount of time. So we're not even going to show it in search. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, mm-hmm. which is good. But when you're a merch by Amazon content creator, you're like, Oh, what's up? my shirt's not showing my shirt's not showing in search. There must be something wrong. And it's like, no, nothing's wrong. It's just that, you know, it's Q4. We have a ton of orders coming in. We're not taking orders for that. It's a lot to manage and balance. If you can imagine Amazon, who's amazing at fulfillment and managing physical goods that have, you know, set quantities and lead times and in like stuff that Amazon's used to managing to now managing a combination of virtual orders plus physical blanks of inventory, like all the 21 different colors and sizes. And, and are we running out of the women's black medium? And we're like, it, it's, a, you could imagine the programmer sitting there. How do we manage this? How do we prime make prime eligible on all these products? And we're running out of one size and one color. Like it, it's a, it's amazing yeah. what they've done. It's a, com- a very complicated problem. Uh, that only Amazon could build. I mean, that's I could not see any other company building uh, a print-on-demand platform like, yeah. like they have, and they've taken over because of, like you said, being Prime eligible. It, it just it's such a game changer. And from the seller world, like if you're not selling on Amazon, that's one major problem. But if you're not Prime eligible on Amazon, you got those customers. Now, I love to remind people of this: the number one uh, sort on an Amazon search is not by price; it's by Prime. Which means mm-hmm. the number yep. one thing customers are saying: if you're not prime, I do it I myself as a buyer. Uh, yeah. I, I don't sell. I don't sort by price. I always say, "Oh, hey, show me those the products that can that that are prime eligible." Always, prime I only. do that filter. 
I don't care how cheap you are. I don't even want to see your offer (laughs) if you're not like that's that's some powerful information coming from the customer to be like, if you're not prime, not interested. And sellers need to take it, uh, take that into consideration as well as merch by Amazon designers. Like you can have the best designs, but if your designs are not on merch by Amazon, you're going to be missing out on sales. They're not going to go over your cafe press website and buy your design. No, they go to Amazon because they're in the mood to buy. They're not, they're not on Google searching cafe press and all that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, of course I think, you know, somebody is listening to this, maybe either one of the few who hadn't heard of merch by Amazon, but you know, I know, I know they're out there and they're an artist or something, or they actually make stuff on Teespring already. Obviously it's going to be a no brainer. It's like, oh man, I got to get on this, but there's Plenty people like myself, the 99.9% who don't even know how to draw a stick figure and might be thinking, oh, well, you know, this is not for me. But I I remember it's probably been about two years, three, no, probably three years ago. I was listening to one of your workshops or webinars or something, and you had a great idea. And you can correct me if this is not a great idea anymore, but it always stuck with me. I was like, this is a no brainer. So what you do is all of these high schools and, and organizations do these fundraisers and stuff. So instead of, you know, going door to door and they have to buy all this inventory and try and, you know, sell these, this merch for their high school, you know, mascot or whatever, what you do is you, you go to these schools say, Hey, will you give me the design and I'll put, make an Amazon prime listing for it. And then you guys just push this link and you guys, you know, I'll give you a, a percentage of the proceeds. And you literally did nothing except upload their file and handle the accounting to make sure that they're they're getting paid. And I know that's kind of like on the honor system, but is that kind of the gist? I mean, this is literally like two and a half years ago. I'm trying to remember a workshop, but am I yeah. quoting you correctly with that? You could do anything like that or similar to that. So it, it's a matter of saying, like like I said earlier, where's the demand, right? So there's demand for t-shirts. And, and you know, I've seen people do these fundraisers for t-shirts and they collect money and they take orders of what size and what color. And they have to get at least 85 or else the Print shop's not going to print it. And then they have to distribute. They got to collect the money. You know, it's just such a hassle. And if you just said, look, here, here's a listing on Amazon. When you buy this shirt, we're going to make, you know, your, we're, our organization is getting seven bucks. Now you can go to them. And I would honestly, I would just do like a hundred percent. Like I wouldn't keep anything on something small, especially if it's something like you're involved with, like if it's your kids or, or your church or a local organization, because there's, I see or the, there's such a potential for a bigger upside, right? So if you help them, Either look, we'll run it through my account, and you know when all the accounting's done, and when, when the royalties are paid out, you know you, I'll send them over to you, and you know give them a report. You sold fifty-one shirts, and here's your check. Or say, look, I'll help you set up your own merch by Amazon account, so you guys can run it. Like you don't have to be in the middle. I don't mind people being in the middle if they're setting up like a licensing deal or if they're they're providing some kind of value in the middle. But like for a nonprofit type thing, and people can do what they want. I know I'm just giving my personal advice. Uh, I would just help them for like hundred percent just because it's so easy, right? It's not like you're going to actually do a lot of work mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. by doing that for them, the law of reciprocity, reciprocity is going to kick in. They're going to be like, Hey, we did such a good job. You know what? My brother runs this, this company and you know, they could really use some, some shirts. They were doing something for their barbecue. Why don't you talk to them? Like, like doors are going to open because you, you helped out like your, your the boy scouts or the cheerleading squad or, or something local. Um, but it's used. This is like what I said. The biggest play is learning how to use a merch by Amazon account. Simply understanding how it works, and saying who can I help with it? Oh, I can help these guys who have been doing fundraisers and coming to my door, and I know they're doing way too much work for the little bit of money that they're earning. Say, okay, how can I help them? 
and and just do it. It's because it's not like okay, I'll help you and like I'll front the money for eight eighty t shirts and then you know I'll trust you to collect enough and get it. Like no, I wouldn't do that for free. That's way too much work. But uploading an image to Amazon, piece of cake, right? Like it, it's one of those two easy things. And once people try it. And once they get their first design uploaded, once they see their first sale, they're like, wait a minute, this is way too easy. You know, because like everybody should be using it. Like the private label and wholesale sellers out there who are like, wait a minute, okay, I've got a listing. And when it sells, I make this much money and I've got, I have to order this many to get it back. Like if imagine selling an ASIN to somebody that says, hey, every time this ASIN sells, you're going to make seven bucks. Like how much would you pay for that? Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I, I would I would pay a lot of money. Like I would yeah. hundreds of dollars, if not thousands, say, wait a minute, I have an Amazon product page. When it sells, someone else is gonna do the fulfillment. Someone else is gonna handle customer service, someone else is gonna handle returns, and I make seven bucks. All I gotta do is is promote it. All I gotta do is, is market, all I gotta do is advertise it. And I get to pick what it looks like. That's even better. Like, but they're and they're free. They're completely free so either use it yourself because you know how to get attention or you know how to make good designs because i you know i should address the first part of your question where you're like you know i'm getting started i don't have any design talent okay so what right like mm-hmm. you can make you can get design you can you can practice you can take any number of courses right there's courses on udemy and, and the free stuff on youtube and from adobe and all these things completely free some of them are made for merch by amazon some of them are just to you know, get an eye for design. There's sites out there that have color theory and color wheels. Uh, you can look at what's selling really well and say, oh, I want to learn how to make designs like that. And then practice, right? Like it's not that hard or hire a designer. And that's where I would go off and say, look, you could get a great looking design for 20 bucks, right? Go to Fiverr, go to any number of these design sites. And for 20 bucks, which should not be a lot of money considering like, wait a minute, if I sell that design three times, I'm going to make my money back. Right. Like mm-hmm. imagine buying a, a, an Amazon product page where you make seven bucks every time it sells for 20 bucks. Like that's what you're doing. Like if you don't believe it's going to sell three times, then don't buy it anyway. Uh, but there are, and there are more designers out there than merch by Amazon designers who will simply make designs for money. So hire them. Right. Like somebody's yeah. got to invest a little bit in your in your business. And we're talking a little like <laughs> microscopic, five, 10, 15, 20 bucks. You can get designs made. And and then you're off and running. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a no brainer, guys. So definitely, guys, look it up a little bit more. And at the end of the episode, we'll we'll definitely try and give out your your contact information. So if people want to get more information, because you know we could have two episodes just on merch by Amazon. <laughs> but I did want to cover some different things because the one thing that I I don't think I have heard any of your previous workshops or or webinars or informationals about is. I don't even remember what it's called, but the whole book printing or like publishing your book on Amazon, not necessarily, Hey, I'm going to actually publish a book, but isn't there a section of Amazon? What is it called? Where it's like, you can just upload your work and then they kind of publish it for you. What's that called? Yeah. KDP Kindle direct publishing. Their website's kdp.com. And dude, with that intro you gave, you gave me, if you start putting my, I don't, I don't mind, put my contact info at the end. Everybody's, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll message you each week with how many people email me asking for phone calls. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Uh, but no, it's KDP. It, it's a little bit of a misnomer because it's, it's fairly recent change um, that now you can publish physical books under KDP because people see Kindle, they think digital, they think, you know, the, the devices and apps and all that stuff. Uh, and they used to have a separate site called CreateSpace which Amazon owned, and that's how they did their physical books. So their paperbacks, uh, color, black and white. They actually used to do DVDs and CDs as well on demand. 
and you could tie them together. So it was all like, you know, here's the book, here's the Kindle, one product page. And they've made it a lot easier with merging into, into KDP. So it's a lot easier to, to publish your content. And, you know, I've written several, I've written dozens of books. I mean, I got a bunch of stacks of them around here. But something that's happened fairly recently is people have said, wait a minute, we can do what, what's called low content or no content books, like notebooks and coloring books and music books and like things you're like, you don't have to actually write a book for it to be a book, right? It's just paper with a cover and you open it up and you can take notes or, or write down music or color or do puzzles or crosswords or Sudoku or like anything, right? Book publishing is not Harry Potter. You could certainly write a Harry Potter novel if you want to. But when you realize, wait a minute, I can publish other things. And the Merch by Amazon tie-in is what really kind of launched it. Say, wait a minute, I've got all this artwork. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it would make a great notebook cover, right? I've got this this great unicorn pooping sprinkles on a cupcake. I'm going to put that on a book, on a notebook cover for people who want to have that as their, I mean, it's one of those things. It's print on demand, right? Like if no one buys it, who cares? Maybe you don't believe in your your unicorn pooping sprinkles onto a cupcake design enough to you know buy a hundred units from China and send them to FBA and incur those costs and that risk. But when there's no cost and no risk, yeah, let's see if anybody wants to buy this notebook. And you're like, hey, someone bought it. Crazy. I'm going to make some more. I'm going to make it with a black background. I'm going to make it with a yellow background. I'm going to make it with an orange background. And maybe people want to match their school colors or match their favorite dress or shoes or belt or purse or cell phone case. I don't know. I don't have to know. I don't even have to care because it's just so easy to change the color and then offer it up on Amazon. That's pretty cool. Like I didn't even think about that. I just thought about like, you know, fiction or even nonfiction, but you just opened up a, a whole nother avenue there that I didn't think about. So KDP is another aspect of Amazon. I think that that flies under the radar that again, people can take advantage of and, you know, it doesn't require an MOQ of 2000 units and you don't have to worry about tariffs and, oh my and goodness. <laughs> to, uh, you know, getting your products stuck in customs and things. Uh, it's just other avenues, guys, that are out there even utilizing the Amazon platform that a lot of us might not think of. And, and some people, yeah, your end game might be to get into a big, have your own big private label brand. But if you're starting out, you might have limited funds. Well, guess what? Merch by Amazon, KDP, these are things that require minimal investment and can help you, you know, generate some cash flow to get you to that level to where you can go ahead and do an MOQ for a big, you know, private label order. Of course, that's why I like talking about this stuff, because I, I find a lot of people, they'll find a YouTube video or a Facebook post or they'll join some group and they'll get really excited about some because they'll see some success, but they don't understand some of the hard work and the logistics and the, the, the capital investment up front to, to get to that success. And it's not that like they don't understand it. So it's like, oh, you know, they get in over their head, although that does happen. It, they also just don't know about these other platforms. And there, I've met, I've talked to people who are trying to do private label. They're like, they're talking to people in China. They've signed up for a repricer when they don't even have a seller central account. And I'm like, whoa, 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 just slow down. Okay. Like, I know you're excited. It's good that you, you've got some passion here. And then you talk to them for a little bit and they're like, and you realize they have a design degree, right? Or they've written 12 children's books and they don't know what to do with them. And you're like, they've never heard of Merch by Amazon. They've never heard of Kindle Direct Publishing. And once they have, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I've, I learned this because because it's a great creative outlet for me. I can't believe I can actually make money with this. Like they want to make money online. Like, I mean, that's the biggest market in the world right now. I want to make money online. 
but when they only see certain limited options, then, you know, they can get into what I would, I would probably just say the one that's not optimal for them, right? Like private label is not mm-hmm. for everybody, right? Like I come from a selling background. We developed scan power. I had people sending me screenshots of stuff they were buying and I would write, I would text back to them. I was like, why are you buying this? Like, like you are not, and I wasn't trying to be mean, but I was like trying to keep them out of trouble. Like you are not made to be a seller if you can't read this pricing data and realize that it's not a great purchase. Right. Yeah. And, and I would, I, I'm not trying to say like, don't do this. I would say, look, you need to learn more about deciphering pricing data and learn to read a keep a graph before, you know, investing in this much money in inventory. But if you can't, like if that's not for everybody and it, it's not that they should just do something else, but it's also that they would be really good at something else. I'm like, please come over here to merch. You would, you would really kill it. I talked to so many artists and, and this is what I mean. The biggest play with merch is understanding merch. If, if I, I talk to an artist who's on Instagram and they're putting out great content, they've got their own great style. They can really crank out artwork. And I tell them, why are you not making graphic packs around, you know, certain niches and then putting them on creative market or Gumroad and selling access to them for 50 bucks and, and sell that to a hundred merch by Amazon designers who can now use those as assets in their designs. And they're like, I can, I can do that. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you can. why can't you do that? Like, like they're not, it, it's not that they're not thinking as in like, they're like, they're, they're not like dumb or stupid in a way, but they're, they just, they haven't put those pieces together because not everybody's an entrepreneur. A lot of people yeah. want to be entrepreneurs, but not everybody's an entrepreneur. And once they have that idea, they're like, wait a minute, you're right. And so what I'm doing is I'm doing two things for them. I'm giving them an idea and I'm giving them confidence because if I just give them the idea, it doesn't work because they don't have the confidence. Mm -hmm. They're like, that's a good idea, but I can't do that. I'm like, why can't you do that? Like you totally can do that. Like, and I, I often throw back at them, especially if I have a little bit of relationship and I could be a little hard on them. I'll say, if you don't do that, I'm going to do it. And then they're like, (laughs) Oh, Oh, or I'll say, look, I'll pay you. I'll pay you five grand to make me a graphic pack and I'll turn around and sell it and I'll Uh make a heck of a lot more money. Now, if you want to do that, that's fine. But like, but I'll say, look, I want to help you, right? Look, I, I've got big merch, my Amazon groups and big seller groups. I'm happy to give people exposure. If like, I don't want to say if they've earned it, but I mean, I, I, I am a sucker for wanting to help people out. Right. So when I see someone who's got a lot of talent and, and maybe they're, they're struggling a little bit and they're not piecing things together. I'm like, look, I want to help. I want to see you get that success. And maybe it is a little bit of selfish part of me because then when they see that success, they're going to give me all the credit right now. I'm not doing it for the credit, right? Cause there's mm-hmm. no guarantee. Anybody's, it might not even work. They might not ever actually put it together. I've got this one guy that I'm really pushing to make a graphic pack. He, he's really, really good. Um, and he keeps saying he's going to do it and I'm, I'm not trying to push him into something he doesn't want to do, but I'll, he'll eventually do it. I'm sure. Uh, and he's going to kill it. He's going to do really, really well with it. And he, he doesn't even have to have a merch by Amazon account to make a lot of money with Merch by Amazon because he understands the platform, he understands the users, and he makes things. I mean, it's like kind of what you guys do. You guys have your own software. You guys have uh, software that other people use and say, okay, what do, what do people need in the seller space? What do people need in the Merch by Amazon space? What do people need in the self-publishing space? And you can plug yourself in anywhere that you want. And yeah. I apologize to everybody who's listening saying this, Oh, I should do this, this, because a lot of people are going to, their minds are going to be going a mile a minute right now saying, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And that's, that's the curse that we have right now of, do you want to do something in the seller world? Do you want to do something in the print on design world? Do you want to do something in the software as a service world? There are all these worlds out there 
And so that's kind of a perfect segue into what I was actually even had written down in my notes. What I was going to ask you next is that, you know, you're somebody who's like me, who, who just really dabbles in a lot of things. And you know, I mean, you, you, you talked about already merch, you, you've talked about KDP, you were in private label and stuff. And, and it's like, we're like side hustle, side hustle kind of guy. So like for people out there who do want to do side hustles, like what's the drawback or what's the comparison? Like somebody who goes all in just, Hey, I'm hundred percent private label. Hey, there's a lot of people like that making seven, eight figures. Obviously that's not necessarily bad, but then where's the line? Because you could be a side hustle kind of person like you or I, but then what happens if there's a certain point where you might dilute yourself or spread yourself so thin that you're not going to really have much success in everything. So what's the secret to, to having this, this balance in order to be, if you have that side hustle lifestyle to make it successful, like, like you obviously have. Yeah. I, I think back to where if I had just stayed an eBay seller, as I started, I probably would have made a heck of a lot more money. I mean, making the move to Amazon was probably a very smart move in terms of a seller. But if I had just stayed a seller, I'm sure I would have made a lot more money than say, okay, I'm gonna stop being a seller and be a software provider. And then I'm gonna kind of step away from the software provider and be a, an author and a speaker and host conferences. And then spend a lot of time with Merch by Amazon and then get into launching courses so, I mean, I've learned so much and I, I, that's why I said I, I feel the best advice I can give people is just to talk on the phone for 15, 20 minutes or, or even talk in person at an event. And I just find over and over and over again when I when I talk to somebody and, and find out what they're good at, uh, what they want to do, where they are, where they're trying to go, then I can give them advice that no one else can give them. Because I'm not just going to sit there and give them private label advice. I'm not just going to sit there and give them retail arbitrage advice. Uh, it's it's weird that I have this you know we, this breadth of knowledge uh, across side hustles, not even just Amazon anymore, but across side hustles. And it's like Steve Jobs said; it's one of his quotes of saying, uh, "You can't always connect the dots backwards. You have to kind of trust that they're going to line up." So if you look at my dots backwards of learning all of these different side hustles, then I can give kind of the best, most practical side hustle advice uh, to people who who are just trying just now getting into this. Right. Because I, you know, we forget that people have are just now learning that I can sell products on Amazon. I thought they were a bookstore. Right. We're like, we've been doing this for so long. We forget that there are people just showing up today, you know, listening to your podcast for the first time today. And, and they don't know all this stuff. So we have a lot to offer them in that sense. Yeah. So, you know, the last thing I wanted to just, you know, touch bases on, you know, speaking of, you know, doing side hustles and different things is, is one things that you're, you seem to be very adept at is uh, affiliate marketing as well. So what, ha what's going to happen organically, if somebody is, you know, following some of your advice that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, you know, you put yourself out there, you try and help people. What happens is organically, you're going to build a community and, you know, you might, whether that's a Facebook group or you're helping people with their YouTube videos and, and you're able to reach a lot of people. And so, you know, you come across something that you think might be of help to others. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone in one hand. You can actually, you know, provide, you know, education and links to this thing that you think might help them. But also for everybody who does it, you know, for those who don't know what affiliate marketing is, you know, you get kind of a percentage of what kind of business you're bringing to that service or or product, et cetera. So what's some advice that you can give to somebody who's maybe never done affiliate marketing? Like how would they start or how, how do they know? Let's say they have built, obviously the first step is you got to build audience. You, you can't be a affiliate marketer and have nobody to share things with, but 
let's say they've done that step. How do you pick what to share with your, your, your audience? Well, it's got to be relevant. You know, it's got to be stuff that makes sense. I think an audience can, they'll sniff you out pretty quick if they know you're just pushing something for the affiliate. And there are so many, this is what I mean. The understanding of these platforms is the biggest play, right? So when you understand Merch by Amazon, and then you see uh, like a desktop design program that would be perfect for Merch by Amazon designers, and you learn how to use it, and you learn some shortcuts, and you learn how to, oh, I can link up my my iCloud account here, and then I can you know easily access these designs. Okay, cool. And then you figure out how to do that, and then you put out a YouTube video. And and I talked to a, a designer who was reviewing he was reviewing Android apps. Uh, I was looking for an Android app that would handle Merch by Amazon designs because they're pretty high resolution. And so I, I found his YouTube channel and I got a hold of him. And we talked on the phone for a little bit. And I said, dude, you need to do the exact same video, but do it. How to use this Android app for Merch by Amazon, just for the organic reach and the search and all that. Uh, and then I was like, no, 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 actually, I got a better idea. How to make $100 a day with Merch by Amazon by using this app for Android, right? It's the exact same video. Exact same video, but now he's, he's got so many more people that are going to watch it. And if you do that, then you can sign up for a lot of these companies have affiliate programs. And then in the description, you say, Hey, if you want to try this program, here's my affiliate link. Because the, the only, I see so many times like people give bad rap or, or, or they're down on affiliate marketing. And the only people that are down on it are other marketers. Customers don't care. Uh, like It's such a weird, I mean, we could do a whole show about the affiliate marketing world. Uh, but customers don't care. They appreciate, Hey, you showed me how to use this. You, you let me know how to, how to find this. So even if you don't have an audience do YouTube is, is, is the second largest search engine behind Google. Of course, Google owns YouTube. Uh, you can market, you can put content out there to help people, right? So you're not just pushing affiliate links. You're showing people how to use these things, right? Any software that's out there, any product that's out there, you can do a review, buy a product and then do a review of it and say, Hey, if you really like it, uh, or if you want to buy this, I recommend it. And the link is down here, but you know, you can't just push, push, push. You do have to provide value, right? So think about what kind of value am I trying to provide to these people, uh, to my audience, to my Facebook group, to my YouTube channel, to my subscribers, to my followers, whatever it is, you're providing value. That's the game. Now don't think of it as like, how am I going to get more clicks on my affiliate links? It's like, how can I get more people to actually give a crap about what I'm saying? And that's by saying things that people should give a crap about. Right. Not just saying things, yeah, just yeah. to say things like this really, it, this is one of the things you could be anywhere in the world and you could make content and you could, uh, you know, point people towards affiliate programs. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I just did my, my taxes and I had to find all these affiliate payouts. I was like, geez, I'm a, I'm a affiliate for stencil. I'm an affiliate for design pickle. I'm an affiliate for uh, merch informer. I'm going to, I mean, I had a whole I don't, list. I don't think you're an affiliate for helium tenure. We got, we got to work on that. No, I send people your way affiliate free. Okay. Got to compensate you though. Well, in a way, no, like, no, let's do something. That'd, that'd be a fun project. You know, you and I should do something. Let's create something that's just pure value, you know, to people and do almost a mini case study on both how affiliate programs can work and be benefit to everybody. Dude, well, we really should do it as a case study. Because not just for, look, I mean, we, we could do some webinars. We could do like a mini course about, you know, private label research and wholesale evaluation. And here's how to use Helium 10. And Because you guys even work for keywords and Merch by Amazon and all these things. Mm -hmm. So you could do, a, a, so let, let's do it this way, right? We'll, we'll do like an open challenge. Not only will we do it, 
and we'll make a mini course and we'll give the course away for free. Okay. Right. So we, it, it's valuable information. Then if you're like, Hey, I really like how this helium 10 program works, then you can sign up and guess what? That's going to be my affiliate link, which means I'm going to get money every month from people who, who sign up yep. for this thing. Yep. But I want to do it almost as a, as a, like a total case study of saying, look, everybody that, that's watching this, if you want to do the exact same thing, here's how to sign up. Here's Bradley's info. Sign up for the affiliate program. Make your own course. You can mirror it off of this, or you can say, "Look, I I liked how you guys did this, but I I see an opportunity to do it better this way, or I don't think you guys are promoting enough on YouTube, so I'm gonna put." That's that's what I mean. You, you don't have to do a course. You can do free videos. You it could, mm-hmm. you can search for everybody on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook that's talking about Amazon now. And you know what we should do is almost add like an extra little bonus of like how not to spam affiliate links because you can't just jump in random Facebook groups and post affiliate links. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't yeah. work, but you could join a, a Facebook group, contact the admin and say, Hey, I'm setting up this. I'd like you to be an affiliate for my course. And then all of a Let's sudden, do it. all right, guys, five, five months from now, if you haven't seen this launched, call us out because <laughs> us uh, out. I'm, I'm, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to do this. And I think you guys are going to find benefit. I don't want my computer. I just had a, a blue screen of death here during the last recording here uh, that I don't even think you noticed. I hope they're recording safe, but before it happens again, we're going to close this down, but we definitely want to touch bases with you again, especially if we do this case study thing or not, not if, when we do this case study thing to, to kind of follow up on it. But if people want to find out more information about, you know, merch by Amazon, or, or they just want to, you know, you mentioned you have a Facebook group or, or how can people reach out to you? Not necessarily, I'm not asking to give out your personal phone number, but, <laughs> but how can people reach your team or your community to, to, to get some help with things? Uh, well, my website, chrisgreen.com. Uh, my email, chris at chrisgreen.com. I don't mind if people message me. I find that people are respectful uh, of it. And, you know, the ones who are serious enough to send an email, then, Hey, I'll email you back. And, uh, and go from there. Most people are not going to email, which is cool. They'll think it's, mm-hmm. they're going to get my assistant. They're going to think it's spam. They're going to think it's like, that's fine. The ones that actually do email, uh, I'll be happy to help. And I can tell them, but I, I got so many different groups. I don't want to list them all. Uh, but everybody should be signing up for merch by Amazon, their website, merch.amazon.com. You're crazy. If you don't, it's one of those things. The best time to get into merch was three and a half years ago. The second best time is right now. So whenever you're listening to this is the time to sign up. Cool. All right. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time and we will be touching bases soon.